Welcome to the Somos Church Podcast. We are so glad you're listening. This is Sergio and Beatrice, and we're the pastors here at Somos Church. We hope you feel encouraged, challenged, and inspired today. We love you. Enjoy the message. Happy Sunday, beautiful people. I'm so excited to see you all here. You all look amazing. And as Sergio mentioned, the word exciting or excited will be mentioned a lot of times during the next couple of months. So just bear with us because we truly are in an incredible season. And one of the things that I am passionate about and excited about in this next step that God has opened up for us is the opportunity to continue to reach the next generation. You know, we had a walkthrough yesterday at the movie theater with uh, the team, and I loved seeing the kids as soon as they saw their theater. I mean, they were like running up and down and sitting. They're like, where's the movie? And we're like, no, this is where you will have church, all right? Uh, I told Sergio we need to start a popcorn fund because, um, you know, they're just going to want popcorn, I guess all the time now, but we're just excited also about starting our youth service on Sunday mornings, and so we believe in the next generation, and God has uh, finally allowed us to begin to do that, and you know, as we started to pray for this specific season and, and asking God to give us a word, we said, God, give us a word that will carry us through, and we began to sense this word beyond. And I remember when Sergio told me, I think this is it. I, of course, I'm very practical. I'm like, I need to get the full definition of this word. And I want to read it to you guys today. But the definition of beyond is surpassing or exceeding a certain threshold, going further than a specific place or concept, or extending outside of a given scope or comprehension. And I believe that that is exactly what God wants to do in our lives. He wants to take us beyond in our marriages. He wants to take us beyond in our parenting, any parents in the room, right? He wants to take us beyond in our singleness, in our finances, in our health and well-being in every single area, God is calling us to go beyond. But in order for us to go beyond, it will require for us to do something different. Say with me, different. What are some different things that God is putting on your heart in this season? Can I invite you to begin to ask that question. God, how can I go beyond? And as we pray that, and as we listen to God in that he will speak, and he will begin to ask us to do things that maybe we never thought we would do, things that are way different or outside of our comfort zone. You know, when I first met Sergio, uh, years ago, actually next month, we'll be married for 10 years. Dang, I'm excited. 
I hope you're already planning how we're going to celebrate and all of that. Um, okay, I got sidetracked. But um, so I remember when we first met and uh, our journey was really awesome. And, and we were planning for our wedding, uh, which happened like pretty quick, right? And I remember that we were planning the guest list, okay? And I was like, okay, honey, like how many people do you think, you know, from your family, okay? We're at family level, like how many people do you need to invite? And he's like, oh, about 75 people. And I'm like, what? Like, I have like 20 people in my family. What do you mean 75? So I kid you not, I made him write out a list of every aunt, every cousin, every family member, because I could not believe the amount of family that my husband had, right? So already, it was a little bit of a point of tension because um, weddings are expensive, right? But I was like, okay, well, if that's your family, let's do it. And they all like legit showed up to our wedding. I was like, wow, okay. And now like we'll go to dinner or to eat. And it is like a mar- like it is so long because like an uncle will come and then an hour later another one will come. And you know, we can be at restaurants for, for a, a long time. So, anyways, that is all new to me, right? Ten years ago. And so I remember for me, you know, growing up, I didn't really have any relationship with my dad's side of the family. It was just my mom's side. And I maybe met my grandmother from my dad's side a couple of times. So coming into this dynamic was new for me because I just wanted to hang out with my family, right, with my parents. And Sergio has over here like 100 people in his family. And he's like, what about my family, right? So there was this point of tension in the beginning years of our marriage. But one day I remember thinking, I want different for my kids. I want my kids to experience beyond. So it is going to require for me to step outside of my comfort zone and begin to embrace this side of the family, right? And and so I have throughout the years, hasn't been the easiest, but this year specifically, In January, I began to ask God to give me a word for my life. And the word that he gave me was humility. And he said, this year, I want you to walk in humility. And I was like, I got that, God. And he's like, yeah, with your mother-in-law. And I was like, oh, I don't know about that one, right? And I was like, what do you mean, you know? And, and I just felt God saying, like, invest time in your relationship with her and love on her. And, and I absolutely love her. But this was different for me, right? But I began to just be obedient. And I remember, you know, the first couple of times when I called her up and she was, you know, just waiting for me to ask her for child care. And I'm like, nope, I'm just calling to see how you're doing. And she's like, oh, okay, you know. And having lunch with her and hanging out with her was something so different, uncomfortable. I was not used to that. But I had this vision. I want to go beyond. I want my kids to see something different. And I wonder what would happen if we began to surrender to God those areas that keep us stuck. Have you ever felt stuck in life? Have you ever felt like you know there's more for you? 
Have you ever had the desire to go beyond in your business, your career, and parenting, marriage, finances? Like, you know there is more for you. Well, today you came to the perfect Sunday because we're going to learn three practical ways, biblical principles that will allow us to go beyond in every area. And when we talk about going beyond as a church, I want you to get inspired that if God can do this for Somos, he can do this for you. That if God can take us beyond, he can also take you beyond. But it's going to require a full surrender. And I think when it comes to surrender, there's some things that are easier to surrender than others and I want to talk to you about three ways in which God, throughout his word, asks us to surrender. And the first one is our talent. Surrendering our talent, surrendering our time, and surrendering our treasure. And I love these three because I think so often, you know, we think of our talents and we say, well, what talent has God given me that would actually make a difference? But God has given you some talents. He has given you some experiences that can help other people. We all have time to do the things that God wants us to do. And so can I encourage you in this new season that we're in to say, God, I'm going to surrender my time. I'm going to start my day by inviting you in. I'm going to make sure that I am making room and creating space and margin in my heart to listen to you. And the last one is our treasure. And I believe this is the most important because Matthew 6, 31 says, For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. So in this season, in order for us to go beyond, we must go all in with our time, our talent, and our treasure. You know, the reality is that God wants us to experience beyond what we've seen. God wants good things for you. God loves you. God wants to bless you. God wants to take you to places that you've never been, that you can't even imagine. That is his heart towards us. Ephesians 3.20 says, Now to him who is able to do far more abundantly than all we ask or think according to the power at work within us. This is God's heart for us. And I believe that so often we limit God, right? We think, oh, I don't know if God can do that. Can I challenge you to dream beyond? to pray prayers that maybe you've forgotten about, maybe you've given up on in this season. God says, I want to take you far more abundantly in every area of our lives. So it's going to require for us to give our time, our talent, and our treasure. And when we give all those things, we will, in fact, experience the beyond in our life. 
Psalms 37, 4, it's one of my most favorite verses in the Bible, and it says, delight yourselves in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. I love this promise so much because as we begin to invest our time in our relationship with God, his desires for our life will start to become our desires. And I love the author of this specific verse. His name is King David. And he had this desire to build God a temple, a church. And I started wondering, well, if he wrote this, he must have discovered that every time that he delighted in God, his desires started to mirror the desires of God for his life. And I think so many of us, we have desires. There are things that God has given to you. There are specific dreams. There's a calling that God has given to you. And so often we have these desires, but when we don't see them come to pass, we start to get frustrated, right? We start to think, well, maybe that wasn't for me. But can I encourage you that if God put a desire in your life, he will make it come to pass. Don't think that God has forgotten about you, that he doesn't care about that. Continue to delight yourself in God. So here we have this King, King David, and he says, God, I want to build you a church. You know, up to this point, they would set up the Ark of the Covenant, and then they would take it down, and they would travel, and they would set it up and take it down. And now David wanted to build a permanent place for people to be able to worship and encounter God. And there's so much to learn from David's life as to how he went beyond and how he experienced that. And today, we're going to dive in and how we are going to go beyond in every area of our lives. The first way that we are going to go beyond, number one, is giving God your time. You know, our time that we have here on earth, God has given it to us. So I just want to challenge you and invite you to make it a priority every single day to invite God in. Can we give him the time that he deserves in our lives? Can we begin to envision ourselves giving God our best time? I think so often we are praying about things. We're hoping for things to happen. And the last person we talk about it is God, right? Talk to everybody else but God. But the reality is that only God can make it happen for you. You know, David spent intentional time with God, and that's how he began to have this desire to build God a church. There's no way we're going to know what steps to take if we don't ask God. 
There's no way you're going to know what is next in life or how you should do something or if you should do something if you don't take the time to ask God. There's no way you're going to know what to do in your business, in your marriage, in your parenting, in your singleness, in your career. If you don't take intentional time to say, God, will you speak to me? We must give God our time. And so often we delight in everything else. And we miss the one who knows everything about us. We miss our, the source, our creator. In order to know what he wants us to do, we must spend intentional time with God. You know, David gave his time to know God to hear from God, to serve God, which then caused him to go beyond. And, and it wasn't just for him and his generation. It was for everyone else that was coming behind him. First Chronicles 28, 2, we have this moment where David is telling his people that God has called him to build a church. And he, where the, that God has given this desire. And I'm going to read it to you. It says, King David rose to his feet and said, Listen to me, my fellow Israelites, my people. I had it in my heart to build a house as a place of rest for the ark of the covenant of the Lord, for the footstool of our God. And I made plans to build it. But God said to me, you are not to build a house for my name because you are a warrior and have shed blood. So here David came with this desire, right? And as he did, God tells him, you're not going to build it. But God still used David's life to build this church. So not only did he get this desire, but now through spending time with God, he had the instructions as to how this was going to happen. Have you ever taken the time to ask God, what do you want me to do? And you ask him, but then you don't take time to listen to him. Right, I wonder where God would take us if we intentionally listened to him. I wonder what would change in our lives if we went to God and we asked him what he wanted us to do. I wonder what we are missing out on every single day that we go in life and we don't make intentional time to spend with God and to allow him to speak to us. God wants to take you beyond, but it will require for you to spend intentional time with you. Can we make intentional time this end of the year? As we're getting ready for next year, can we make time in our homes, with our families, on our day-to-day -day and say, hey, let's come together. Let's pray together. Let's listen to God. You can't spend time with God consistently and not be changed. In order to go beyond number two, it will require for us to give God your treasure. 
You know, David gave his first and best treasures to God because he recognized that everything that he had came from God. He was not hesitant in giving back to God because he knew God blessed me, God chose me, God has given me so much that his response was, God, I'm going to go all in. I'm going to give it back to you. And even though he wouldn't be the one building that church, he still said, I'm going to gather the resources that I have and I'm going to give it to God. First Chronicles 29.2, this is David, and he says, So I have provided for the house of my God. So far as I was able, the gold for the things of gold, the silver for the things of silver, and the bronze for the things of bronze, the iron for the things of iron, and wood for things of wood, besides great quantities of onyx and stones, forgetting antimony, colored stones, all sorts of precious stones and marble. Moreover, in addition to all that I have provided for the holy house, I have a treasure of my own of gold and silver and because of my devotion to the house of my God I gave it to the house of God 3,000 talents of gold of the gold of Ophir and 7,000 talents of refined silver for overlaying the walls of the house and for all the work to be done by craftsmen gold for the things of gold and silver for the things of silver who then will offer willingly, consecrating himself today to the Lord. With David's time, his treasure also followed. And it's so interesting to me, the willingness that he had to say, I am giving all that willingly. And it's because he recognized that everything he had, God had given to him. He was fulfilling the desires that God had given to him. But he knew that God would do so much more, not just in his time, but for generations to come. And he knew that the impact that the generations would come would be so great that he said, God, I am all in. Use me. Use the same resources that you have given. Use me, God. You know, when God called us to start Somos, we were just being obedient to him. We said, okay, God, you want us to make a difference in people's lives? Use our lives. And, you know, now we have the, the honor and privilege of coaching church planters. And when we hear where they're at in the budgets that they start off with, they're like, yeah, we, you know, we have $200,000 budgeted, but we're still nervous. We're like, we started with zero. You are okay. Like, you are going to conquer the world, right? Um, and, and that's just our story, right, that God has given to us. But we had a heart to make a difference. And our heart was if God saved us, if God made a difference in our lives, he can do it for so many people. And we wanted to share that. And as I look back on these past four years and I see the impact that Somos has had on people, it wrecks me in the best way possible. 
Because here at Somos, we have seen people encounter their purpose. We have seen marriages restored. We have seen people healed. And we have seen the difference that obedience has made in their lives. You know, the impact is so great that the cost doesn't matter. The thousands of hours that we have spent into building this church is so worth it when we see people giving their lives to God, when we see people stepping into their potential. I don't see the pain of the thousands of dollars that Sergio and I have given to the house of God to build this church. I don't see the cost. I see the reward. Because when I see that God is making a difference in someone's life, I'm like, God, sign me up. I will do it again. And I wonder what would happen if all of us here said, God, we are going to do this together. We are going to build your house the same way that you've impacted our life and have sown seed in our life. We are going to turn around and we don't know these people yet. We don't know who will come but God here's my treasure here's my time here's my talent to build your kingdom in this city through me can we catch this heart today can we begin to have a heart that says God I'm going to be obedient to the call on my life You know, he opened up this amazing door for us to be at Cinemark, and we're so pumped about it. But the reality is that it's going to take finances to make it happen. It's going to take resources for us to continue to build the church that God has called us to build. And I love that David's preparation led others to prepare. And we see this in 1 Chronicles 29.6. And it says, Then the leaders of the father's houses made their freewill offerings, as did also the leaders of the tribes. The commanders of thousands and of hundreds and the officers over the king's work, they gave for the service of the house of God. 5,000 talents and 10,000 derricks of gold, 10,000 talents of silver, 18,000 talents of bronze, and 100,000 talents of iron. And whoever had precious stones gave them to the treasury of the house of the Lord. Then the people rejoiced because they had given, given willingly, for with the whole heart they had offered freely to the Lord. David the king also rejoiced greatly. You know, I believe that they gave gladly because they saw the impact that God had done in their lives. And I was so encouraged by this because I said, God, I want to give with a willing heart. I want to give with my whole heart. And my prayer is that as we come into this next season, that that would be our posture, that we would be excited like, God, you're using me to build your kingdom. You want to use my life to impact someone else's. They saw the impact and they said, God, have it all. 
you know, all year God has been getting us ready. And in January, we sensed as a church that God was calling us to surrender. And when I heard that word, I'm like, more? Like more surrender? And every time you think you've surrendered something, there's always more to be surrendered in God. And so as we've surrendered and as we've said, God, have your way, do what you want to do, he's opened up this next door for us. And as Sergio mentioned earlier, every year we come at the end of the year and we say, God, use us and we prepare our best gift. And when you came in in a seat, there was these cards, and this is a commitment card. And in and, and this card, we want to ask you to take it with you to pray, and to ask God, what would you have me do? And there's three options that you can circle there. And I want to ask you not to give by reason, because reason says, well, this is how much and this is what I need to do. But can we give by revelation and asking God, reveal to me, what is my part to play? Reveal to me, what is it that you want to do? And how do you want to use the very resources that you have given to me to build your kingdom? So I'm going to ask you to take this. If you have kids, I want to invite you to do this as a family. If you have your spouse, do this with your spouse. If you have friends, do this with your friends. And next week, you can bring it in and just throw it, throw it into the offering container. We're going to pray with you. We're going to believe with you. And all through the month of December, at your own time, your own pace, you will have the opportunity to give whatever it is that you committed to. But I believe that in order for us to continue to make a difference in someone's life, it's going to require for us to come together and give our best. You know, our staff and leadership team, we had this conversation. And we each talked about what God was putting in our hearts to give. And what I loved about that uh, conversation was that for all of us, it was different amounts but the sacrifice was the same. We all felt like we were going to sacrifice. And so I want to ask us, you know, as we give, it's going to be a different amount. But can we all come together and say, God, we're going to trust you. Different amount, equal sacrifice. We're going to watch and see what God will do as we honor him by giving him the first part of everything in our lives. And the last way that I wanna invite you to go beyond in every area of your life is to give your talents to serve God. You know, David, he was a man of many talents. He was a worship leader, he was a musician, he wrote so many things that we now get to read today. He was a shepherd, he was a writer, he was a leader, and he had so many talents, and I believe that the reason why God continued to bless him with more was because he said, Everything that I am, I'm going to give it back to God, and then God would multiply it, and God would continue to do more with his life. 
The only way that we are going to go beyond is by saying, God, here is my time, here is my treasure, here are my talents, and, and going all in and, and just seeing what God will do in our lives. You know, the gifts and the abilities that God has given to you have shaped you, but God did not shape you uniquely for your benefit. He shaped you and gave you these talents and abilities so that you could benefit other people. And the same way that your gifts benefit other people, you get to benefit from other people's gifts and talents and abilities. So I want to ask you today, what's in your hands? What's in your hands? Will you give it to God and say, this is what I have, God. And as you give what's in your hands to God, you will see how he will multiply it in every area of your life. Not just financially, but emotionally and spiritually, you will begin to see that the moment you go all in with God, it starts to have a ripple effect in every area. And maybe you're like, Beatrice, you don't understand. I don't have time. I don't think I can do it. This is my first Sunday at Somos, and you're asking me to take this step. Would you have faith to believe that God can use your life no matter what season you're in, no matter what your past says about you, no matter where you find yourself in? God is just looking for a willing and obedient heart that says, I am all in with you, God. Why do you think David was so great? Because he was willing and even when he messed up, even when he had his time of falling short, he came back to God and in this full surrender. None of us are perfect. We all have had dysfunction in our lives. We all struggle in life. None of us are at a perfect season in life. That doesn't exist because if we were, we wouldn't need God. So I wanna encourage you, don't wait for the perfect timing. Just go on and just try it. Say, God, I'm gonna trust you with what's in my hands. I wonder what God would do in you and through you as you trusted him and as you surrendered to him. Can I just talk to some of you in the room that you're already disqualifying yourself from what God wants to do in your life. Some of you in this room, you've already taken yourself out of the equation because you think that it's not in you or you don't have it. Don't ever disqualify yourself from allowing God to use you to make a difference in someone's life. You don't have all the things that it takes, but God through you, the 
very one that saved you and shaped you and the one that has carried you through wants to use your life, your mess, your struggles, your dysfunction to impact someone's life. And that is the beauty about the God that we have the honor and privilege to serve, that together we can say, God, we're not perfect, but we need you. We don't have it all together, but here's my life. Take it and do what only you can do. I believe God is looking in this room and saying, would you surrender to me and watch what I am capable of doing in your life. So God's just looking for a few crazy people to say, God, I'm all in. Would you take that invitation today? Amen. Would you stand as we pray and close out? And I want to read a prayer over us. So can you just close your eyes? This prayer was David's prayer of thanksgiving. And as I was reading it, I felt it was so for us in this season that we're facing. And it's in 1 Chronicles 29.10. And it said, David praised the Lord in the presence of the whole assembly saying, Wealth and honor come from you, God. You are the ruler of all things. In your hands are strength and power to exalt and to give strength to all. Now, our God, we give you thanks and we praise your glorious name. But who are we? And who are these people that we should be able to give as generously as this? Everything comes from you and we have given you only what comes from your hand. We are foreigners and strangers in your sight as well as our ancestors. Our days on earth are like a shadow without hope. Lord, our God, all this abundance that you have provided for building a temple for your holy names comes from your hand and all of it belongs to you. We know our God that you test our heart and are pleased with integrity. All these things that we have given willingly and with honest intent. And now we see the joy, how willingly your people who are here have given to you. Lord, the God of our fathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, keep these desires and thoughts in our hearts as you keep our hearts loyal to you. God, I thank you for every person in this place. I thank you, Lord, for every story, God. Lord, I thank you that we can come to this place not pretending to have it all together, but we can come realizing that we need you. God, we desire you. And we ask God that through these weeks and 
through December, Lord, that you would begin to stir our heart. Holy Spirit, awaken dreams, awaken desires, awaken, God, the things that maybe we have put under the rug. God, we are all in for you. Use our lives to make a difference in someone's life. And lastly, I want to pray for those of you in the room, if you would say, I want to go beyond, but I recognize that I need Jesus. Maybe you've never asked Jesus to come into your heart and be the Lord and Savior of your life. This is your opportunity. If that's you and you would say, Beatrice, I need God. I need a Savior. Can I invite you in this moment to lift your hand? Nobody's looking around. Can all of us in the room repeat after me? Jesus, I thank you for dying on the cross for me. I ask you to forgive me from my sins. And I thank you that through you, I can live a new life. Come and be Lord over my life. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Thank you, church family, for joining us today. We're praying for you, believing for you. Expect God to speak to you. Invite him into your days, to your weeks. And as you do that, you will begin to see how his desires will start to permeate your desires. Amen. Love you all. See you next Sunday. If you enjoyed today's message, please subscribe, like, and share. It helps more than you know. Also, if you'd like to be a part of the Somos Church giving family, you can do so today by going to somoschurch.cc slash give. Thanks so much for joining us. We're praying for you and we hope you have an amazing day.